What is going on, everybody? This is the Millennial Girls Podcast. Welcome back. And if you're new here, this is just Natasha. Raquel is just getting back from her trip from LA, so she'll be back next week. But um, if you're new here, the Millennial Girls Podcast is basically just a podcast talking about all millennial problems and things that we face in life, whether it's mental health, relationships, and even just day-to-day things that happen in our lives, trending topics. But I do want to start off by mentioning our lovely sponsor, Dezo. Of course, I'm going to crack one open right now because I literally just got home from work. So let's uh, do the dang thing. Ah, That sweet, sweet sound. So if you haven't heard of Dezo, it's a spiked superfruit water. So good. No artificial sweeteners. So if you don't follow us on Instagram at millennial underscore girls, I was talking about how there's, you know, a lot of people that want to be conscious of their calorie counting, especially when it comes to drinks, because it's like empty calories, basically. And this is a really good option for that, especially if you're the kind of person that like wants like a vodka tonic, but like that has a little bit of flavor or vodka soda, sorry, um, that has like a little bit of flavor. Dezo's like already made that way in a can. So if you guys want to try it out, because you should, it's really good. No artificial sweeteners, low in calories, and you can have tons of these and you're like hydrating and it tastes good, but it's not super sweet either. Make sure to head over to drinkdezo.com and that's where you can find the product. And I'm actually super excited to announce that we have a new sponsor for the month, but we will be getting into that a little bit later on in the episode. Happy Box, if you haven't heard of them, just listen in later on. I'm going to explain all about them, but We've actually used some of their products as well and sent them out as gifts, so it's actually really amazing. We use them as well, and if you haven't heard of them, make sure to listen in. But uh, one thing I do want to get into today, based on a lot of trending things that have been happening, especially on Netflix and social media, if any of you are fans of Fifty Shades of Grey, this is probably going to be up your alley. I personally was never a huge fan of Fifty Shades of Grey, but I'm sure a lot of you people have been like, you've read the books or you watch the movies and stuff. So if you've been tuning into all the new stuff that's been coming out on Netflix, like Sex Life, I feel like everybody's been talking about it, so I feel like I need to talk about it too. And I'm just going to say, ladies, if you go to episode three at 19 minutes and 50 seconds, you're welcome because everybody's been talking about it on social media. It's just going nuts, and I feel like Raquel and I need to do social media content around it too with Dezo or something, but... um, Yeah, with that being said, I feel like it's the newer version of like a Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, There's been a lot of other stuff that's been coming out too on Netflix. I feel like that's like fantasy and targeted to women and kind of exploring like their sexual fantasies and stuff like that. And so the topic that I really wanted to get into today is whether monogamy is outdated or not. Because I know that this is not a topic that's new, but... And especially with so many of us that have been cheated on or, you know, gone through that kind of a situation, I'm sure that this question has come up for all of us that's gone through something like that, where you're just like, is it ever possible to just be with one person because, or like one person for the rest of your life? And I'm not saying, I'm not knocking on any relationships out there that are obviously successful or I'm sure there are plenty of people who have been married for years and years and they stayed together, but... I mean, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors, right? And so I don't want to spoil too much of Sex Life, but if you are interested in watching the series, it's on Netflix. And basically throughout the season, 
the main character, the girl, she's kind of having like this hang up or regarding like around her ex-boyfriend that she just really like was able to complete like certain sexual fantasies with and such, but it was like between the two of them and um, she eventually gets married and she's kind of longing for that desire and that passion that she once had in her relationship with her ex. And so I just find it interesting because I'm not going to spoil like how the series ends, but it's interesting because I feel like this is something that a lot of us face, right? Where it's just constantly like just wondering like what happens next. And, you know, sometimes people might believe that the grass is greener on the other side or we've even started to evolve into this perspective of loving ourselves so much and focusing so much on ourselves and our needs and self-love and self-care and all that kind of stuff what's the point of even being in a relationship sometimes I think a lot of us wonder right because if you're so satisfied with yourself and you can kind of just do whatever it is that you want on your own terms on your own time with whoever it is that you want whether that's one 10 50 people over a course of time I mean what are you really left with at that point right like what are you really searching for when it comes to a relationship and so especially me being somebody that I just came out of a relationship, a serious relationship. And obviously, if you guys know, being engaged, I was going to get married, all this stuff. Um, it's, it's definitely a question that I have now, right? Because at least in my case, I have not shared this, but I'm going to share it today. Um, I was basically pushed out of my home to move in another girl. Um, and it's, this is very difficult to share, but yes, okay, I just put it out there. That was really awkward. Um, and it's shocking because I'm not I'm not going to give more details on it and I don't I really don't know much about it to be honest. It's just something that I found out. But um after that, you wonder and you ask yourself the question of like, you know, was that enough? Like when I was at least in my personal relationship that I was borderline going to get married, all this stuff, like, was that enough? Just him and I, because obviously for, you know, several reasons we broke off, you know, because of this and because of that, and I'm not going to get into specifics, but, um, you know, for us to be able to part ways and so immediately to jump into another relationship, at least in his case, it's, it's, you wonder, right? Like, oh, well, you know, why was it that, uh, you know, maybe we weren't having sex as often as, you know, you would expect to when you're in a serious relationship or, you know, I feel like these are deep questions and personal questions that I'm sure a lot of us have faced before, um, whether you're in one or not. And, and then especially coming out of it and being single for a certain amount of time, of course, you have desires and wants and needs that you want to be met, right? Like, and I'm not just speaking for females, it's males too, we all have them. Um, and I think it's fair game for both sides to have them and, and say it out loud. And I know that it's still, I think a lot of times kind of taboo for women to speak about it. And what's interesting is especially in this city being in Miami, I've been finding out more and more about how open things are here. And, and I also wanted to kind of jump into that too, because um, not only after watching Sex Life, which again, you know, they, you got to watch it to see like what kind of scenes they get into. But I also watched this other film on Netflix called Newness. I think it came out like three, four years ago. And it's basically based off of like, 
the Tinder dating apps and like, not just Tinder, but it's like, it's, it's like a movie. It's a film based off of an app like Tinder. And so you're kind of going on there, you're swiping, you're, you know, the, there's a girl and a guy and they're, you know, they're trying to kind of like figure out a way to hook up for the night and everything in the film. And uh, eventually, you know, something works out, something doesn't work out and you kind of just go from there and throughout the film. And I feel like this applies to people's real life now, especially with dating apps and things being at your disposal and you having access to so many people all at once every single day. It's just like social media, like you're just scrolling, 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 and it's just another app that you sit and scroll on. And these apps, as much as they are designed to quote unquote, and you know, they, they, they market themselves as an app to get you obviously some sort of relationship, whatever kind you're looking for. Um, they're not made that way, right? They're made for you to stay on and scroll just the way that all the other social media apps are doing the Instagrams and such. And don't get me wrong, I personally know somebody that got married through meeting their partner on Tinder, and I've heard from other people, oh, my friend, yeah, they were on Tinder, and they met their today husband and stuff. So I'm not knocking any of these apps. Like, there could be a miracle, and, you know, something can happen, and you can just click, and, and, and that happens. And to be honest, I've been on these dating apps before. Uh, many years ago when I actually first moved to Miami, not that long after I had moved here, that's like when I first started downloading dating apps. And at that time, funny enough, Tinder was like just becoming something. And it was before it started to become known as like a hookup culture app or whatever. And now I don't even know what the reputation is because I feel like anybody and everyone is on everything anyway. But, um, yeah, so I've, I, I know what it's like and I met some really cool people on there too. Like, not going to lie. Like, I made some great friendships from some of these people. Or, yeah, like, we tried to date and stuff, but it wasn't, like, you know, a match. And totally, like, there were no hard feelings. Like, nothing – I don't know. I personally had a great experience when I was using them in the past, but um, nothing came out of it, like, a long-term serious relationship, at least in my case. And so kind of going back to – this whole culture of things being uh, so accessible. I'm just like curious to hear your guys' thoughts on what things are now. Like, do the majority of people still believe in monogamy or like are more and more people becoming more open to the idea of like open relationships or like being a polyamorous and all this? Like, I didn't even know like what poly amorous whatever was like a thing until I took an anthropology class so <laughs> that was like I don't know how many years ago and I remember I don't I don't remember the name now but I remember when I was watching like some I don't know some research like some anthropologists basically they were like in this tribe and they were with um you know a woman who had like several husbands and Funny enough, one of my one of my girlfriends was just saying this. Hopefully, we have her on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. But she was saying, "God, I wish I could be part of the one of those tribes where it's like you have like five husbands instead of it being the other way around." Because we're so used to like hearing about like men having multiple women and not the other way around. But it's a thing. I just don't remember if it's called like polygyny. Maybe hopefully I'm quoting that right. Um, but yeah, I feel like now that women have become much more independent. And just, you know, working women with degrees, going out there and getting everything that they need for their own life and for themselves and just become just, there's a lot more independent women out there in the world. 
I just really wonder how this shift is going to, how it's going to keep shifting when it comes to dating culture because we can basically do what men used to do before, you know? And funny enough, you know, I think people still call women whores and people still call them sluts and stuff if they're doing exactly what guys do, whether it's they want to just date or have casual relationships or, you know, like this whole like one night stand situation. And again, I'm not siding with anything whatsoever. I'm just kind of stating all the things and really would love to get feedback from all of you and what your thoughts are because I know that if Raquel was on this episode she would probably be like totally like absolutely not no way like there is like this is not okay like things need to be like you know one-on-one and like finding like your person and etc but I don't know these are just I'm a very open-minded person myself and I like to question these things and wonder but it doesn't mean that I stand by any of them and I definitely do not judge anybody if they do any of the above because why? Like, do you? Do what makes you happy, but obviously, you know, in a way that makes it safe for you and that you're not sabotaging yourself and your self-worth and your self-esteem, which I think is a really difficult part. I'm going to take a sip of desert right now. Mm. But which I think is a really difficult part of kind of navigating through this dating culture because it can be very easy to not only like lose yourself in it but I think your self-worth can definitely be jeopardized if you are constantly swiping or being swiped on and then wondering you know uh if other people if, if you know and I'm just speaking in a heterosexual sense if you're like swiping with guys and stuff and you're gonna wonder like if you go on a date with somebody like oh are they seeing other people like how and when are they using the app and like for what and you know um I think even just meeting them too like there's an automatic sometimes expectation that like you're thinking that you have to do something sexual because you're on this app that we all know is like disposable but at the same time I feel like you can always communicate whatever it is that you want or if you don't feel comfortable communicating that or even opening that conversation or that door I'm pretty sure most of the time the guys will be pretty honest about or pretty forward about what it is that their intention is too. So at that point, instead of you trying to just engage in it, and I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I mean, maybe everybody knows what the heck they're doing, but don't let any of these people ever put you down. Don't let any of them make you feel like the only way for you to date anyone is because you will do some sort of sexual favor or anything because that is never ever a thing and if you just straight up don't feel comfortable about that and that's not what you're looking for just say that you know and the and and I do feel like sometimes when you feel like you do have to say that it's because they're projecting some of their sexual energy onto you so that's already kind of giving you a sign of what it is that they're looking for too so um but yeah so going back to the newness film that I just watched on Netflix so like I was saying, um, there's, you know, two people that they start kind of going out with each other. They're really into each other. There's a lot of passion. And I'm sure that for a lot of us, when we start new relationships, there is a lot of passion. And uh, sometimes that can fizzle out. And then you wonder what to do, right? And so when it fizzles out, that's when you start to try to introduce new things into your relationship, whether it's whatever it is, you know, you explore in your own way. 
Um, but in this film particularly, their way of trying to explore, they decided that maybe they're going to just be in an open relationship and actually start to see other people while they still kind of come home to each other. And I don't know, this, this concept is always, um, this concept's always just made me wonder so much because I'm just such an open-minded person myself and it's not something that I could say that, oh yeah, immediately like, yeah, that's something that I would do or I'm willing to or whatever. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, I literally just came out of a very serious relationship for some months ago. Um, you know, thinking that I was going to be with that person for the rest of my life. And uh, so obviously I was thinking in the, a monogamous way, right? However, when you come out of it and you're single again and, you know, with so many factors, whether it's age, and you know, when I was on dating apps before, it was like 23 years old. Now I'm 30 years old and I'm single. And, um, you know, being in Miami, there's just so many beautiful women here and there's more women than men in this city too. So I think that alone just makes it really difficult for people to date in general. And I hear this from women all the time, especially in the city. So maybe we just all got to move who freaking knows. But, um, I was talking to somebody not that long ago and he was telling me something about like, this is so crazy. I feel like so out there, but he was telling me something about like these boats, like, like there's like yacht parties and stuff in Miami. Right. And so I guess like, it's like a thing, like it's a known thing that a lot of people um, are like into like swingers clubs and stuff like that. Like I guess it's, it's like more known that I guess I expected. Like I always thought that that was something that was like an underground thing, kind of like hush hush under wraps. But I feel like more and more people and maybe it's just age or maybe it's just this city. I don't know. But I feel like more and more people are like it's easier for people to talk about it or like open up about it and like just say that that's a thing and again maybe that's who I've surrounded myself by I don't know maybe this is not normal to any of you I'm probably if Raquel was here she would probably not think this is normal either but welcome to my life so um especially being a dancer uh partner dancing when I started dancing Zook um if you don't know what Zook is, it's partner dance and it's not like salsa. It's not like bachata. It's just, you just got to look it up or like go on my Instagram profile at Natasha Salahi. Um, and you can see some video clips there, but it's a really beautiful dance. But when I joined that community, a lot of people, uh, from what I've come to discover are just like very hippie ish and pretty open-minded. And so when I got to know certain people, like then you start to hear like, oh, so-and-so is a polyamorous or like they like mentioned certain names and certain people. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like at that time, you know, like I didn't even understand that concept. And uh, yeah, it's just become like more and more of a familiar thing and people just, I guess, exploring their sexualities. And so again, I kind of invite everybody and ask you like where what your take on this is and not to say if you've ever explored it or if you would even consider exploring it but like I really want to hear people's opinions on like what the future is for everything because I'm sure a lot of you even that are like on dating apps now are probably like oh my god all hope is lost like a friend of mine was saying that she'll like detox even from dating apps and I'm like oh my god like we're at that level now like it's crazy to me like we're detoxing from dating apps now like 
it shouldn't be that way. Like, way back in the day when, like, Match.com and, like, eHarmony were, like, first the thing, it was, like, all about, like, love, right? Like, that was the point. Like, finding your love and your true love and whatever. And now it's just, like, does anyone even search for a true love anymore? Like, I know that I'm sure a lot of us desire to have that person or to the desire to get married, but... Even when you're desiring to get married, like I'm thinking of single friends of mine now who have gotten into relationships. It's like, what does that even mean? Like your desire to get married, like are you really truly like searching for and building something that's that serious to like get to that point? Because certain people that I know that have gotten into like relationships just recently and like monogamous relationships, it's like, I don't hear them talking about weddings. I don't hear them talking about, like, their plans for getting married or, like, their future in that way. And even the way that their relationship started, start kind of casual. So I just, like, I don't know. These are just things that I wonder and wonder what you guys think and what you side on. But on that note, I think this is the perfect time to talk about our new sponsor and we're going to be showing all the product on social media, again, at millennial underscore girls on Instagram. Um, but Happy Box is our new sponsor, and we're super excited to work with them because not only are they like an amazing company and amazing product, but the two founders are actually sisters, and it kind of reminded like Raquel and I of like of us like they're like oh like they were two sisters and they started this company and now it's like booming and now we get to partner with them and like Raquel and I are like sisters from other misters mothers whatever <laughs> um and it's cool because they like consider themselves like the millennial gift basket so of course like totally on brand right um but yeah you can basically build your own care package and it's like a little gifting service so they basically started with one of the girls the founders the other girl got in a breakup and her girl was like you know what like I want to send her like a really nice like thoughtful like kind of like gift basket like put together and when she was looking around trying to find one or like put one together there was nothing that was like super trendy and like super on point and super cute and like fun that like her girlfriend that's our age would like like everything was probably just like William and Sonoma style like just you know antique um not not to say that William and Sonoma isn't great either but uh, yeah, so you basically, you can go on their website and it's happyboxstore.com and you pick out a box design. So you can choose the one that you want. They have like a bunch of different designs. You choose the one that you think is going to fit whoever you're sending the gift to, and then you fill it with the gifts. And so they have like hundreds to choose from, from like face masks, to like just like different kinds of products and stuff that you could like throw together into a basket. It's super cute. And then you can pick a card and you write your little personalized message and then they handwrite it for you. And that's it. Like, you don't have to do any of the work. You literally just build it online on their site and their platform like does it for you. And then they handwrite it and ship it to whoever you want to ship it to. So it's like literally like the perfect little gift that you could send to any of your girlfriends or like whoever it is that you think needs a care package. Like it's perfect and they handle everything for you. All you got to do is just go to happyboxstore.com and we have a discount code. So if any of you are looking for gifts for birthdays or any special occasions or if you guys have like breakups or you just want like a gift to yourself that you can like unbox or whatever, like perfect theme for today, right? Um, our discount code is MGPODCAST10. So yeah, I hope you guys are super excited for this sponsor. We're going to have them all month. Happy box. And again, the discount code is MGPODCAST10. 10 and it's super cute super fun and it's basically the modern day gift basket 
So back to the podcast. Um, so yeah, so basically I just feel like now that we've gone through COVID and probably one of the reasons why a show like Sex Life came out, right? Like I feel like I've been hearing so many things about how people are just like so sexually active and like everybody's been like so pent up, like cooped and quarantined in their little quarters and like having to come out of that, like everybody just wants to like go out and date and like have a good time and have fun and like basically make up for like that time that was lost staying around at home. And I'm not saying for everyone, I know a lot of us were productive as we started a podcast during COVID and quarantine, but um, yeah, I feel like that's one of the reasons why we're starting to see more and more of this kind of content coming out um, on, you know, on TV or like on Netflix and streaming platforms and stuff. I mean, even like shows like Too Hot to Handle, Love is Blind, like all this stuff was like basically starting to come out right at the start of COVID and like through it. So I feel like everybody just like got all this pent up energy, like sexual energy that like needs to be released. And um, especially if you're single or if you weren't quarantined with any partner or anything, like you're looking for something out there. And uh, I've been hearing a lot of stuff, like even one of our guests from episode three, Serena Kerrigan, excuse my language, calls it summer of fucks, which is hilarious. And it's just like, just even like summer of sex, like I feel like so many people have been talking about this, like articles have been coming out left and right just about like being cooped up and then having to like have this time now that everything is like slowly getting back to normal and again in Miami things have been pretty normal for a while but I know especially in other cities and other states and countries it hasn't been that way and so I feel like everybody's just been out on the prowl and it's funny too because even if I will mention me being on a dating app and you start to have you know like you start having like five people swipe on you. Then you have like a hundred people swipe on you. Once you get to the point where like 10,000 people swipe on you, it's kind of nuts because you're like, wow, it's really validating to, I guess, feel attractive. But at the same time, out of that many thousands of people, how many of them are you actually going to talk to, have a conversation with, let alone meet, and then let alone have a connection after that? Like, it's not that simple. I don't know. I don't think it's that simple and, you know, call it age or whatever. But I think there has to be like some sort of a connection, some sort of spark and chemistry when you get to that point. Right. And so even that alone, it's just, just, it's just tough. Right. It's just tough. And I think also, especially with the times, things are a lot more fleeting. So being that is that you can swipe left and right in two seconds and, you know, whether you start a conversation or not, you can go to the next one and go to the next one and go to the next one the same way you scroll on social media. With things being so fleeting like that, I think it also makes you kind of look within again. And it really does, in a way, I don't want to say isolate us because you're definitely connecting with people, but it does, I think, almost influence us to really again, go back to focusing on ourselves because knowing that even if your intention is to date on these apps, you know that it could just vanish in the blink of an eye, right? I think we all kind of have that in the back of our mind. So even if you're going to it with a full intention, you still kind of know that it might not be like a real thing. And so knowing that you're kind of left with yourself and you have to find ways to pleasure yourself. And I'm not just saying sexually. I'm just saying like 
to fill yourself in your own ways and to to get to that point I think is a really interesting concept because if you're having to fill yourself then again you go back to what's the point of having a relationship anymore right so it's this whole circular just this whole thing I think it's like this kind of revolving circle and just of wonders and of questions and obviously you'll get your answers the minute that you do meet you know the right person or you will get your answers the minute that you're just doing whatever it is that will fulfill you I mean it doesn't mean that you have to have that one sole answer or that one sole person but again it's just a it's just an open conversation I felt like I wanted to have with you guys and uh, especially with you know the trends of today and things that are happening and you know so many things are happening so quickly from the dating apps and to you know all these different avenues of dating worlds and how you can date and who you can date and even sexuality as it is I mean people are now quite you know I know people that are even wondering if there's you know heterosexual or not anymore or so many people are considering themselves to be bisexual now and so there's just such an open conversation about it and I just find it um just I'm just very curious and I thought that I would come on here and talk to you guys about it too and hear your thoughts so I'm gonna end it on that note but I hope that you guys enjoyed this little solo episode that I did. I know that we probably all miss Raquel. I do, and I would have loved to hear her commentary, but if she listens to this uh, after the fact, uh, can't wait to hear what, she, what her thoughts are on this episode, and you can probably see them on our stories on Instagram. So make sure to follow us everywhere on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I was going to say Snapchat, but we're definitely not on Snapchat. Um, <laughs> we're on every social media platform, Facebook, TikTok, and make sure to follow us and subscribe on all of our podcast platforms from Apple to Spotify, YouTube as well. Give us that five-star review. Leave us a review just, you know, saying whatever it is that you like about us, that you hate about us, that you relate to, whatever it is. Any feedback that you guys have, of course, you can DM us. And my personal Instagram is at Natasha Salahi. You can find me there. And all of our updates are going to be up there as well. And as we say here on the Millennial Girls Podcast, peace, love, and unicorns. Bye.